Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we've got an awesome topic to, to cover today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different uh, aspects of uh, benefits that come with service-connected disabilities. But before we get to that, we're going to give you some time to roll in. Uh, and while that's happening, if you guys can post uh, where you're at, what branch of service you were in, and when you served, and we're uh, I'm going to keep a, a, a record. So let's see which branch of service uh, wins. We all win here, but... Uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> Good to see you again, yeah. Coach. How are we doing today? We're doing all right. Uh, it's yeah. been been a little little rainy out here. Uh, it's supposed to be raining all week here in you know wonderful Central Texas. Um, Texas. I'm out, I'm right. out in San Marcos. Um, I love I love uh, that I'm pretty close to the hill country and also close to the water. So, um, all right, we got Arthur out in uh, Oklahoma Air Force. We got one for Air Force. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm out in Iowa. It's been raining all week here too, man. For real? Oh yeah. Yeah. We and we lost power this morning. I was like, oh man. This is oh, no. oh yeah, not, not not good. Whenever we're doing a live. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Rick. <laughs> oh, we spoke too soon. He's not gonna be very happy. It came on about 20 minutes later, so I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. So we got Michael, uh, U.S. Navy Reserve. Awesome. All right. Sarah. U.S. Navy, Navy's uh, beating everybody. Abraham, Wyoming, Army, all right. David, Army. Hola, brother. Awesome. Welcome. Yeah. Yehuda, Navy. Kevin, good morning. Rookie Dowdy, there's my Hey, brother. <laughs> good to have you. He's mine. All right. Yeah. We got Charlie, the U.S. Army. Hey Adam, how you doing out there? Temple, Texas, U.S. Army, Charles. Thanks for coming. All right. U.S. Navy, Montana. Tom, how you doing? All right. Army combat medic. Jeez. Various awesome things. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Who else we got? Anita, Army, awesome. Thanks for coming. Air Force, Dale. Danelle, Air Force, awesome. U.S. Army out in Wyoming. Thanks for coming, Don. Norman, USMC. All right. Yeah. Chuck, thanks for coming. Thanks for your service. U.S. Navy. I think the Navy's winning, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right pensacola 
Hope the weather's all right down there. Naval Aviation. All right. Butch, Nicole out in El Paso. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Derek, U.S. Navy. Man, they showed up in force today. They sure did. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Bill. There we go. U.S. Army. Represent. There we go. Army out in San Diego. U.S. Army. All right. So it's it's awesome. a battle between the Army and the Navy. Yeah. It's all right. No feelings hurt. Andre, Air Force. Yeah, all right. So um, thanks for uh, thanks everybody for showing up. Uh, keep piling in. Uh, we're going to get started here in a moment. I just want to introduce myself. Uh, my name is uh, Ricky Kimball. I'm a United States Marine Corps veteran. I served uh, from 2005 to 2010 uh, with deployment to uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. I'm currently service connected myself and uh, glad to be here. Glad to be helping veterans um, with uh, whatever whatever you have going on. Um, and I look forward to the rest of this class. I'm going to turn this over to Jonathan, let him introduce himself, talk about his, his awesome beard and all that cool stuff. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> good to be with you today, fellow teammate. Uh, as you can see, U.S. Army veteran. Served just over eight years, uh, did two tours in Iraq, 90% service connected. And I'm really excited for everything that's going on right now. Uh, we've got a new book out uh, by our uh, CEO, Brian Reese, and we're gonna talk about uh, other benefits with service connection. So we've got some good stuff going on for sure. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, what other benefits come with uh, service-connected disabilities. Um, you know, a lot of times folks talk about, uh, you know, there's a heavy focus from sometimes on getting to 100%, but you don't necessarily have to be at 100% to be able to take advantage of the benefits that come at various levels. Now, there are some things that open up at, at certain disability ratings. Uh, there's some things that are circumstantial, and then there are also some some benefits that, uh, that come along uh, with that don't require a service connection. So uh, we're going to talk, uh, touch on these uh, these things, and then uh, a little later we'll open things up for a little Q and A. Uh, so you guys, if you have questions, definitely post them in the chat, um, and we'll be more than happy to address as many as we can. So um, I guess. Uh, just to start out with uh, service-connected uh, situations, um, you know, you can, there are certain disabilities that open up, like I said, at different levels. Um, so at, say, like a 0%, uh, there, there are things that open up, uh, you know, at many levels you have, uh, you know, veteran preference, 10-point uh, veteran preference for federal hiring. Um, and also at uh, 0%, you also are um, qualified for no-cost health care uh, and prescription drugs for service-connected disabilities. And so what that means is like if you got connected for something, if you got connected for headaches, but you were only rated at 0%, um, you can get treatment for that at zero cost, uh, but it would only be for your headaches, right? Uh, the other thing that opens up is uh, travel allowance. Mm -hmm. So that you can uh, get back and forth to uh, the VA, and uh, they'll cover, they'll compensate you for those things. Right. Um, additionally, uh, you you get use uh, for uh, commissary commissaries. You can get access to the base uh, at zero percent service connection. And, um, 
Jonathan, you want to talk to any of those points? Uh, yeah, well, you know, something that I, I think is um, also really significant as well is that even at 0%, you become eligible for burial and plot allowance. So <laughs> they will cover those costs, which is pretty amazing. I, I uh, hadn't realized that about nine months ago that you can, you can get uh, that covered as well. Um, you also so are eligible zero percent. Well, you are service connected. Yeah. Uh, you're also yeah. eligible for a waiver of your, your VA funding fee for your VA home loan. That's right. Um, and that's a big one right now. The market's mm -hmm. crazy. So, um, yeah, I know in the state of Iowa, they're actually offering a grant for veterans, um, a five thousand dollar grant to uh, purchase a home. So that, along with a, a VA uh, loan. Pretty, pretty nice deal. Awesome. Um, let's see. At 10%, things change a little bit. Um, you still, you know, these things kind of uh, pile on to each other. So you still have the things that, that were previously available at the previous rating. Um, but at 10%, uh, you gain access to Voc Rehab. Right. Uh, which is which is a big one. Um, yes. You know, if your service connected disability is causing problems with you maintaining employment mm -hmm. and things like that, this is definitely one that you want to uh, have a look at. You know, if you've been laid off from uh, jobs or you've been having trouble just maintaining jobs, uh, or if you're just you know, if you're if you're at a job and you and and you can't stand it or or you can't uh, work at your best capacity because of a service-connected disability, it might be worth considering whether or not uh, you, you should uh, pursue this and maybe select another career path uh, that might be more beneficial for you. Right. Right. Um, and, and signing up for that's pretty simple. And each one of these has like their own uh, little qualifications. So we could spend all day talking about, you know, voc rehab. We could talk about, yes. you know, the VA, the VA funding fees and things like that. Um, there, there, there are minutia upon minutia. And uh, <laughs> so, so uh, we yeah. can, we can talk until we're blue in the face on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. What, what about the 20%? What do we get at that, Jonathan? 20%, what are we looking at? So uh, essentially, a lot of the same um, benefits as the previous levels. Again, waiver for that home loan. Uh, we haven't really talked about the 10-point veterans preference in, mm. in federal hiring. Uh, so that's very unique uh, as compared to the five-point as just a veteran. So if you're compensated oh, even at 0%, um, but definitely at the 20% level, when you go to uh, apply for a federal position, you can uh, claim 10 point preference. So um, that will put you up on the top of the, the list as far as your, that 10 point preference goes. So that's, that's a nice benefit as well. For sure. Yeah. And then once we get to 30%, of course, then you start really getting into some, some additional benefits for the family. You can start adding your family to your uh, compensation itself. Um, and then voc rehab really kind of turns up at that point as well. You don't necessarily have to have a, a serious employment handicap. You can just uh, have the general compensation and they will uh, do what they can to get you a different position, maybe get you retrained, whatever the case may be. So um, that's another additional benefit for the 30% level. Absolutely. 
So let's see. So no, now the one thing about uh, I want to mention about uh, eligible dependents, you know, um, mm. a lot of some some folks might not be aware of this, but if you have if you're both veterans, if you're if you're married to a veteran, you can claim one another. Uh, definitely make sure that you're you're taking advantage of that. Um, it's it's really a simple process. You just go on to uh, eBenefits or VA.gov now. Um, you know, uh, I would recommend getting used to using VA.gov since eBenefits is pretty much going away. But uh, you can get on there, make your application. Uh, I was approved within the same week uh, for oh, that. Good for you. So outstanding. Um, so it's uh, it's really straightforward and simple. Just make sure you have all all of your material and and, and everything that it's requesting for you, and it'll go really smooth for you. So um, at fifty percent, things start to change a bit. At fifty percent, you're now a veteran is now eligible for no cost health care and prescription medications, whether they're service connected or not. Okay, that's that's a huge thing. Um, right. You know, a lot of veterans are coming in and they need treatment for things, um, or they're they're having to pay co-pays to the VA. And um, if they can get service connected at fifty percent, then that eliminates that, and that can you know help you out with a lot of things. So. Um, right. You also are still eligible for all the all the other uh, things that you were previously available had available to you at other levels. Uh, you can also receive concurrent receipt of military retired pay. Right. Um, that's good a big point. One. Good point. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that, you know, you can find uh, there's there's entire articles on on this specific uh, issue over at DFAS. Um, you know, it covers everything and anything to do with uh, with that topic, um, you know, but you you can collect both of them at the same time. Um, okay. So just make sure that uh, if you are retired, uh, that you that you are taking advantage of that you don't want to shortchange yourself at all. Absolutely. And of course, you know, at 60%, you know, things hit, kick in even more. Uh, one of the things, you know, from my previous position where I uh, helped out veterans finding jobs is direct hiring authority at 10 point uh, preference. But if the, um, if there's an agency with the, maybe their employment level is low, they can uh, opt in for direct hire authority and hire you directly on. So the, the process is a lot quicker that way, which is outstanding. Um, so also unemployable uh, conditions. Uh, so some of these conditions obviously must be considered permanent. You start qualifying for CHAMP VA. So that's that civilian healthcare and medical program for the VA. So that's another awesome benefit too at that 60 to 90% level. And you may also qualify for dental care if, if you're that's rated right. unemployable. That's right. Um, and that's something else to, to touch on. You know, whenever you're rated at... Um, depending on where you're at on your because we just did a class on this earlier this week on on uh tdiu if you if you're rated at at uh specific levels then you're able to qualify for mm -hmm. tdiu depending on on uh what your service connected uh what, what your service connected rating is so um if you are put into a position with your disabilities that you're not able to work that would definitely be something that you want to have a look into um, so that Absolutely. you're not, so that you're able to take care of yourself and your family. Um, the other thing uh, I wanted to mention, we previously talked about um, additional compensation for eligible dependents. That could also include aid and attendance for eligible spouses. Good point. Yes, absolutely. 
That's a very good point. So um, definitely make sure that you are are, um, are up to speed on on those things. And let's see. So let's talk about um, let's talk about at a hundred percent. Things start to change even further. Yeah. yeah um, you also you get your uh, uniform services ID card. Yep. Uh, this opens up uh, a whole host of other things. Uh, at a hundred percent, you can qualify for space A travel. Um, that's that's a big one. Uh, just depending on what's available at your local base, uh, you can also get uh, dependent education assistance. That's right. Uh, yeah. And this is where, uh, at this point, once you get permanent total, that Champ VA is really going to kick in for sure mm -hmm. um, and get you. Uh, Obviously, the, the veteran is going to be able to be seen at any uh, VA healthcare facility, but now family is going to be covered under that civilian program. So that's outstanding, along again with no cost dental care. So that, that's, a, that's a nice added benefit. For sure. So we spent some time talking about uh, ser the service-connected situations. And now I want to talk about non-service-connected stuff because just because you're not service-connected doesn't mean that you don't qualify for benefits. Um, if you're not service-connected, you still qualify for a 10-point veteran preference in federal hiring. Um, you are still eligible for health care enrollment, but it may be subject to some income requirements, okay? Um, and with that, you can also qualify for travel allowance uh, to your scheduled appointments, as well as burial and plot allowance. Um, the other things, uh, non-service connected with aid and attendance or somebody's housebound, you also qualify for the, those previous things. Um, but you can also get uh, free hearing aids. There you go. Uh, free eyeglasses. Um, and then, of course, aid and attendance for your spouse. Aid and attendance is, uh, can provide uh, monthly payments that are added to your uh, disability um, compensation uh, for qualified veterans and their survivors. Um, and there are certain qualifications that you need to meet. There are certain eligibility requirements. And just like with any of these things that we've, that we've previously mentioned, every single one of them is going to have their own eligibility requirements. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, and of course, there's there's special circumstances for some veterans who have served uh, who will uh, get different benefits, Medal of Honor recipients, um, pensions there, uh, commissary exchange, obviously, for anybody else, prison of, of war, um, no cost down care, things like that. Uh, of course, there's special monthly compensation, um, individuals who might need a clothing allowance, automotive um, uh, grants for those who... Uh, may need those things as well. For sure. Uh, and you can also get uh, home improvement grants, uh, depending on what's what's going on. So if you uh, if you need, say, like a, a ramp built for your home, things like that, uh, that can uh, all be provided through the VA if, uh, if you fall under that um, criteria. Uh, additionally, if you are in a wheelchair or if you uh, wear prosthetics or orthopedic devices, uh, if those things uh, permanently damage your your clothing, you know if you have to if you have to alter your clothing just to be able to fit that, then you can qualify for a clothing allowance because yeah. um, you know that's that's definitely going to be a factor. Um, 
if you were separated from military service with the total disability rating, uh, you can also qualify for service members group life insurance. Uh, it will give you a two year extension on that. Absolutely. So um, another hey, one. Go ahead. What's up? No, I was uh, you, you're you're still hitting on the federal ones. I was about to head to state, but go ahead. Yeah, um, we we still got a few more on the on the federal side. Let's let's round those out. Let's see. Uh, so, you know, a lot of this uh, you you qualify for uh, free beneficiary fi financial counseling, um, will preparation, and things like that. Uh, in in those instances, um, if you uh, and these these are all circumstances, right? We're talking about circumstantial. Right. Um, benefits right uh so uh one one would be like if you uh if you had surgery okay if you had surgery and uh you're immobile for a period of time you can receive temporary 100 percent rating yes. um so that's that's a big one yeah. um and then of course if uh, you're hospitalized for more than 21 days for a service-connected disability you can also receive 100 percent rating during that time frame um uh or let's see if you uh if you were recently separated from the military uh with an unstable disability and you're not likely to be self-sufficient that it's a possibility that you could uh qualify for temporary compensation at 100 percent now this these are all going to be circumstantial it really depends on on what you have going on um uh, but you know if, if that is your situation definitely look into it because we want to make sure that you're getting taken care of um, you know, uh, and there, there are different things that open up. Let's see if you're, um, uh, if you're separated from the military service within 180 days and, uh, and, uh, separated from military service less than a year, you can qualify for educational and career counseling. Um, so, you know, we get out of the military, uh, sometimes, you know, they, they do their best to do a TAMS and TAPS uh, class for, for folks, um, and they, they do cover these things in there. But if you need additional resources to help you uh, figure out, you know, what do I want to do or, uh, you know, help you help you write uh, resumes and things like that, uh, that, that right. would be that would be definitely a resource that you want to check out. So um, you want to talk about uh, state benefits? Now. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think that that's we have a lot of amazing VA federal benefits, right? But each state offers some pretty significant benefits as well. And sure. honestly, you know, I'm in Iowa and they do pretty well, but states like Texas, mm -hmm. Florida, it's just outstanding. Some of the benefits, I know Illinois actually offers uh, free tuition. So, you know, even outside of the federal, you've, you've got state, like I mentioned before, there's grants out there. So, um, I would definitely encourage people to look in their state to see what they qualify for. A lot of times your, um, your home homeowners taxes are completely waived. I know I'm pretty sure that happens in Texas, right? Uh, it depends on which level that you're at. Um, oh, sure. so it, it's, uh, it really depends. Uh, what you get is, is property tax exemptions mm. based upon your, uh, service connected disability. Right. And then, uh, I believe, let's see. 
I have it. Uh, I, I just pulled it up here. Um, so if you're 10 percent, uh, but less than 30 percent, you get an exemption of five thousand dollars per year uh, here in Texas. Uh, if it's 30 uh, percent, but less than 50 percent, then you can qualify for a seventy five hundred dollar exemption, 50 to 70 percent. Um, that's uh, $10,000 and then anything above 70% in the state of Texas is an exemption of $12,000 uh, in wow. pro property taxes per year. Um, and there's, there are other things, you know, um, in, and I think, I think there's going to be a class here, here in a couple of weeks, another Facebook live where they're going to expand further on uh, Texas and, uh, and another state. I can't remember which one, but um, there, there are other things like the Texas Hazelwood Act uh, is a huge one. Um, where you qualify for educational benefits and basically any in-state school that you want to use, um, you can, basically the tuition is written off. It doesn't cover the cost of books or anything like that, but if, you know, you can, you can utilize that as a resource for yourself, or um, I believe you can check, uh, pass it on down to, to one of your children. But I, I think it's up to 160 hours of college credit that you can use. And it doesn't matter whether you're doing uh, going for a uh, graduate or, or a postgraduate degree. Um, so, you know, it's, it, there, there's a ton of, um, of, of resources here in the state. And on top of that, other states, states and federal, you can, you can uh, qualify for free access to parks. You know, that's, that's all, right. all stuff that opens up to you. And the, the cool thing about this is that, um, you know, not, not that, you know, not to bring up, um, it, it, it allows you to have access to these things. And the way that I think about it is that the less, the less, the less that I have to spend on something, the more that I'm able to save for my family. Uh, okay. and it, and it's great that, um, it's great that the, the, that our government takes care of us and is willing to allow us to, uh, to have access to these things. Um, and it just, it's, it's just one, one less worry that you have to worry about, you know? Um, and so I love that I can go down to, to the the sports and outdoor store and, and get my my hunting and fishing licenses i have tags for things that i'm probably never going to shoot <laughs> but you know <laughs> but but i have them you know in case you know in, in case i get a wild, wild hair to, to go out and do that i guess i can do it so <laughs> it's 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 nice um right but right. uh you know we also want to uh recognize that, uh, you know, there's other, other things that open up, uh, for veterans too, uh, yeah. especially, especially whenever it comes to getting taken care of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You were, you are talking about the, the hunting license and, uh, I, I don't do much hunting, but you know, mm -hmm. just, just the little things like, uh, for example, in, in Iowa, we have Adventureland in Des Moines and for Memorial day, all veterans get in for free, you know? Mm -hmm. So my family and I are going to go to the Adventureland that weekend. So Awesome. You know, just, just small things like that. But, you know, something that we haven't really touched on a whole lot is the, the GI Bill benefit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. That just came to me. You know, that's a huge piece, especially for 9-11 veterans. Your, your tuition paid for, books. I mean, so many new benefits are coming around and, and really doing a huge benefit. And there's a lot of veterans who are going to school for no cost at all. Right. And I mean, uh, there's, there's some veterans that, that turn it down and I would, I would definitely encourage you not to, um, you know, some of us, whenever we first get out, we don't necessarily know what we want to do and that's, that's perfectly okay, but definitely, uh, recognize that you do have access to, um, 
to educational resources. Um, and I, I definitely used my post 9-11. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. it was very, it was very important, uh, you know, because school's not cheap uh, and the, the prices continue yeah. to go up. And uh, just uh, make sure that you're definitely taking advantage of those benefits too, so that you can help yourself to sure. uh, move forward with your life in, in as healthy a way as you possibly can. But uh, one of the things I found out was that unless you have a bachelor's degree, it's, it's really difficult to get a decent paying job. And that additional education was certainly beneficial for me. Sure. And you don't necessarily have to use your, your GI Bill specifically for, right. um, you can do trade schools and things like that. And, Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you know, I've, I've thought about, you know, because I was in the air wing and I've thought about just going back and just getting my um, my A&P license uh, or certificate so that I can just go work on airplanes again. That'd oh, be freaking go. cool to do, uh, you know, or just to be able to learn how to how to restore an airplane. You know, I, I was in the air wing, but I, I packed parachutes, so I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to be very useful turning a wrench on an, on an engine. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Let's see. Your daddy says, don't forget about California. They're amazing. Yeah, we got you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of times people wonder, you know, what, what come, you know, what comes up with uh, things like voc rehab, for instance. Uh, I wanted to expand on that one. Since we kind of talked about uh, uh, educational benefits, you know, voc rehab, you can, they can help you go back to school. Um, it's not absolutely necessary. Sometimes it can just help you find a job. Um and or they might uh, help you test something out for a little while, see whether or not it's, it's it works for you. Um, you know, now it's not first first whenever you go in there, you know, you have to you have to establish whether or not you're eligible, just like with any of these other situations. They're going to ask you a series of questions. You know, um, they're going to basically do an interview with you, find out, you know, what's going on with you. What what are your disabilities um, and how how is this impact your ability to do your job? Um, and, you know, once they establish, you know, yes, you are employment handicapped or severely employment handicapped, then they'll move on to other things like helping you to identify, uh, various, uh, you know, what, what do you want to do and what do you, or at least what do you think you want to do? And let's find out whether or not that's going to be beneficial for you. And they're, they're going to help you to decipher those things. Um, it's a, it's a really good program. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've used it myself and I've had uh, a lot of uh, help with, with the VA more recently. The first time I went around, uh, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. Uh, but this, the second time that I went around was much more informed and, uh, you know, just like whenever it comes to dealing with your, your own claims and things like that, the more of a fully developed uh, claim, just like with, with, with submitting a fully developed claim, if you can fully develop your case for, Hey, here's why I think that I need this, this assistance, the better that it's going to go for you. And, uh, I would just encourage anybody, um, you know, cause sometimes, you know, we get into things, life gets busy and we, we just start getting into work because we got to, we got families to feed and, and, uh, life to move on with. If um, if you're in a situation where where you're thinking, you know, I I, I really it, this is really killing me, or uh, my this is really affecting my my service connected disabilities, definitely uh, consider this as an option for yourself. Right. Yeah, Ricky, I think you really touched on something there. You know, we we tell people all the time, 
take ownership, you know, mm-hmm. educate yourself, learn about what's going on with the different programs. And I think that is really the key there, you know, absolutely learning, taking ownership and taking action. You know, that's, that's how you were able to accomplish what you did. And, you know, I think that's the reason a lot of our clients are, are getting the higher ratings is because they're, they're taking ownership and they're getting educated. Right. You know, I think one of the great things about Voc Rehab was uh, there's a couple of um, veterans I was working with who they were, you know, infantry, you know, that's all they knew, you know, mm-hmm. and they were wanting to go into these positions where, you know, it was high stress, you know, high response. And the, and the Voc Rehab like, like, we're not going to put you in a situation where your PTSD response, you know, that right. just doesn't make any sense. So would you consider this career or that career? And what, one of them went into IT and turned out was very good at it. So mm-hmm. well, opening ourselves up and, and being uh, willing to explore different things is important too. So absolutely. And uh, yeah, that's a huge one. Just admitting that you need help <laughs> with, with the situation, you know, and, and I, I can speak from all. Right. Stuff, you know, Oh, there you go. You know, I, uh, you know, I, you know, I went seven years without a, without a disability rating. And, uh, and it was mm-hmm. mostly because I just didn't think I needed help. Never mind the fact that I was, I definitely needed some assistance, but I just didn't want to admit it or didn't want to say it. And so that was just, uh, you know, I was, I was more than happy to, to, to take the GI bill and, and go to school and everything like that. But I, I, I left other things sitting on the table where, you know, with whenever it came to my, my disabilities. And, and a lot of times I don't think that we even recognize the, the things that are going on with this until, you know, you know, at some point in your life, you turn around and there's like this wake of, of whatever destruction or, or whatever it was. Cause you yeah. didn't think that there was anything going on, but it's like, Hey, there's uh there's all this stuff and, you know, maybe things could have gone a little bit differently if I, if I known that, that these sorts of things were, were available, right. you know? Yes. And so I'm hoping that we can catch somebody uh, early enough or, or it, right. it doesn't really matter where, where you're at in this walk, if it's available to you, we want you to take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, because yeah. we care about y'all. Uh, this is why we're here. We want, we want to make sure that you guys are, are fully, uh, taken care of as best as we possibly can yeah ricky you you just hit it there again too the reason i was laughing is because the story's familiar for me too you know for eight nine years i didn't realize i had ptsd and then yep. i mean my doctor's like you know you you probably got ptsd right this is the, everything you're describing is like no come on that's that can't be and so i wish VA claims inside would have been around back then so i could have educated myself and realized oh my goodness you know, in the becoming uncomfortably vulnerable with that and saying, okay, I have to admit this now. And now that I have the recognition, I need to change it. I need to take steps to move forward in this. So for sure. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't even know what was going on. And see, I, I got out of the Marine Corps in 2010 and that was coming off of a, a what is a eight and a half month deployment. Uh, seven, well, uh, deployed deployed to OI uh, to to Iraq in in January of 2009. They started the troop withdrawal at that point, and then they started the troop surge right. in Afghanistan. And uh, and so I was out there at the very beginning. We were we were down there in Kandahar at the NATO uh, base, uh, but we were pretty much the first Marine Corps unit there. Uh, as far as the air wing was concerned, we were, we were there preparing for the MAGTAP to roll in. And, uh, so we were just kind of on our own and we were getting into indirect fire left and right. But, you know, I, I didn't think that, you know, I work, 
I worked on life support equipment for C-130, right. I packed parachutes <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, yeah, never mind the fact that I had indirect fire coming down and we, we were responsible for angel runs and there was all sorts of stuff that was going on. I had, you know, aircraft mishaps left and right. Um, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of stuff that happened very quickly, but I come home and I was just filing for PTSD was not even something on, on my mind. I, I, I never saw that as something that I should even consider because I wasn't outside the wire. I wasn't kicking down doors. I wasn't right. throwing hand grenades to me. That, that wasn't for me. I right. felt like, you know, if, if I were to go for that, I was going to be holding up the line for somebody else that, that, uh, that was, uh, needed that kind of assistance from somebody, but it, I never realized that that's not even how the VA looked at it at all. Um, and what it ended up with is that I went nearly seven years of my life having problems right from the get-go. As soon as I got home, I had problems getting, getting along with folks. Uh, I was getting in, in, in arguments with people at school just as soon as I started school. Uh, I was laid off a handful of times just because uh, it was not that I wasn't a good worker. It was that uh, I was a good worker and I was, I was very effective, but I just couldn't get along with folks because, you know, I just couldn't get along with folks. Um, and, uh, now that I look back at it, you know, had I gotten diagnosed or had I, had I known, like, I didn't know what I had until I was sitting in the CMP examiner's office. Mm -hmm. And I told the doc, I was like, I don't know what the hell is going on with me. And she says, son, you got PTSD. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And she says, no, you have PTSD. And I said, well, for how long? And she, <laughs> she told me, she told me, I mean, it, that's, that's how I was talking with her, yeah. you know? And, and, I, and she was like, this is going to be for the rest of your life. And whenever yeah. that happened, I, you know, I didn't want it because, because right. to, to me, I felt, uh, and this is just how I right. felt about it. I felt, uh, yeah. I felt ashamed of it, you know? And that's, yeah. I felt like that was like this mark on me because I didn't want, um, I didn't want the, the, the ramifications of that. Right. And, um, because I felt like people were going to look at me different now. People are going to judge me and, and all that. But it, now that I look back at it, it's like people were probably already looking at me differently or judging right. me because of the way that I was behaving. And right. I was, it's a, it, but it put me in a position where I had to either deal with it or run from it. And yeah. so, and so, uh, you know, this, and that was back in 2017, um, you know, March of 2017, and uh, that uh, that forced me to deal with it, and uh, it's been it's been a journey, for sure. I didn't have the words to put to half of this stuff, you know. Whenever that was going on, it was all pure raw emotion. But I got hooked up with some some good people that helped me out and uh, got into therapy and things like that. And so, um, you know, I would definitely encourage you, um, any, anyone that's listening, if you're dealing with any of these things, uh, you know, we we kind of transitioned from talking about additional benefits to to PTSD, but, uh, you know, this is just how it goes sometimes. Um, definitely get out there. Don't be afraid, uh, to turn around and face your demons because they're much smaller than you are. If you really just turn around and knock them out. Okay. Um, cause there are people that care. They really do care. Um, I didn't think that people did. Uh, I was very bullheaded. And on top of that, uh, whenever, whenever I look back at it, not to mention, could I have, have uh, changed, probably changed the course of some things? Um, you know, if I, if I'd known to be able to try and head this off sooner, you know, maybe that, that, uh, 10 year span of my life, just about, 
um, gone differently. Uh, probably also wouldn't have left nearly $140,000 sitting on the table. <laughs> right. So, right. I mean, and that, I mean, you're talking about at, at that point, I mean, even, even now you can still buy most of the house with that, um, depending on where you're at. So, right. I mean, that's, and, and those things, uh, those things add up, you know? Um, so, and I don't want anyone to wind up like I did. I was damn near unemployed, uh, whenever that came along and it was just by the grace of God that, that things got turned around. So, um, anyway, I'll get off my, uh, no, you're good, brother. I, think, no, I, think, I think you're touching on some really good stuff here. You know, oh, did we lose him? No, I, I, you know, this issue of, um, we think that we don't deserve it. And, sure. and that's the exact climate, exact message we're trying to change here. Yeah, you exactly. know, you know, our, our CEO just put out the book. You deserve it because you do. You know, the, I was in the same position. I'm an admin guy. Yeah, I was on a, I, I was part of transportation ops and on a gun truck. So, you know, when I got back, my first response on the road was just scream at people because they weren't driving fast enough. I want to get away yep. from the damn IED. Yep. Excuse my language. But that's how I, and my wife's freaking out beside me. She's like, you're screaming at people. I was like, mm -hmm. you're not moving. I got to, you know, but so my reality had to get changed. But sure. You know, again, as an admin guy, I can't have PTSD. That's for, for the special operations guys, the Rangers, the infantry. That's what happens right. to them. So yeah. once we get out of that mindset of I don't deserve it, we can really grasp onto those benefits that we do deserve, you know, the right. things that are happening and, you know, maybe get to that 100% place where, you know, student loan forgiveness and all that kind of good stuff. So. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely important. You know, thankfully nowadays things have changed or they've begun to change. Things are much more, uh, it's not, it's not so much the mark of death, um, you know, <laughs> career wise, whenever it comes to, uh, you know, mental health uh, situations, uh, it never should have been in the first place, but you know, the reality is what reality is. And, um, you know, no, no longer do you have to be concerned with whether or not your employer is going to have ramifications, uh, that can't be challenged legally. Um, you know, and that's, uh, that's, a, that's a huge thing. So I, I would, I would highly encourage anyone that's dealing with, uh, any mental health things, you know, uh, to definitely really consider how this is going to impact the rest of your life and be honest with yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Be honest with yourself and uh, give your, you know, give yourself a break, you know, um, because whatever you're dealing with, it's going to take time. And, the, you know, when we're in the military, we we absorb a lot of things very quickly. Um, just so much time, so much stuff is happening from from the time that, you know, in, at least in the Marine Corps, when you're on the yellow footprints to the time that you that that you EAS, you're experiencing one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. Right. And then you just like with anything in life, there's a process and you have to give yourself time to process. And for some of us, that might be the rest of our lives. So um, you have to, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, you, you know, while we were Marines, airmen, sailors, soldiers, um, we're also humans, too. Okay. And we're humans first, actually. So yeah. let's remember that. Um, and so you brought up uh, Brian's book um, that just recently came out. Uh, it's going to be expanding on a lot of these things that we talked about. I would definitely encourage y'all to check it out. Uh, have something you know to sit uh, sit around, read, find out more information, or pass it on to somebody else uh, that that uh, could benefit from it. Yeah. Um, 
And so we're about uh, at uh, 45 minutes uh, past the hour. So we're probably going to start rolling into some Q&A. So if you guys yeah, have any questions yeah. for us, uh, definitely uh, throw them out there. We'd love to hear them. Can you go to school and apply for voc rehab at 10%. So you can apply for voc rehab at 10%. Um, that's whether or not school is a factor really depends on what sort of plan that you develop with, um, with the counselor that you're working with. So what's going to end up happening is, is you go in for your first, your first uh, interview with them and they're going to determine whether or not your service, uh, whether or not your uh, employment handicap. And then from there, they're going to have you do some homework. They're going to have you say, Hey, these are, they're going to have you pick like three career fields that you want to work in. And they're also going to have you take an assessment to find out what you might be good at. Right. And then from there, uh, you're going to have to work with the counselor and tell them, Hey, I think this is going to be what I want to do. And they're going to make you go and find out, you know, how much you could possibly stand to make, whether or not the career field, is going to be, uh, on the up, if, if it's, if it's moving up, uh, then uh, it will be more successful. Uh, be be realistic with the things you want to you want to go do. They're probably not going to pay for you to go take glass blowing classes or anything like that. Um, I'm, I'm I'm being facetious a little bit with that, but you know, they you have to be realistic with the things that you want to do. Okay, and they're going to hold you accountable. Um, now you don't necessarily um, have to go to school either. Sometimes they can just put you in a job to go try out. You know, um, so that's available too. Well, and, and Ricky, something I want to clarify too on that one, I, you know, that 10% level, it's it's going to be a serious employment handicap at 10%. Mm -hmm. 30 is a little bit more lenient. So right. um, they should really go and talk to their voc rehab counselor to get some details on that one too. So sure, something to keep in mind. Will 100% allow for my school loans to be wiped out and my husband and daughter, Champ VA, or do I need 100% P&T? It's a uh, 100% period. If you want to get your uh, your student loans wiped out, right. same thing with the uh, Champ VA. No, no, no. I'm no. lying. Sorry. Yeah. Must <laughs> be good. considered. Must be considered permanent. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Don't misquote yeah. me. Don't come attack <laughs> my house. <laughs> no, you're right on the school loans though. It's 100% mm -hmm. for the school loans, and if for, sure. for Champ VA, it's 100% P&T. <laughs> so you got it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got oh thank oh, you so much thanks Joseph. so much yes if you haven't if you haven't read that i highly encourage you to go out and get it uh get the, the kindle version i think right now is like 6.99 paperback is like 15 bucks 15.71 excellent resource if specific to state federal if you ever want to know anything about anything when it comes to VA benefits, it's in there. It's a fantastic book. I've already started reading it myself and I'm already blown away and I, and I work here. So I'm learning new stuff every day. It's great. So pick it up. What is the age limit for claiming your children is dependent? Or if they are in school? school, isn't it 25? I want to say it cuts off at 25. That's um, what I thought too. Hey Joseph, if you uh, if you could send us your email, we'll make sure we get the exact right answer for you, brother. Okay, absolutely. But I think it's twenty five. And I do want to make mention, uh, you know, if anything that we talk, there. Are, go ahead. 
I was just going to say if uh, anything that we've talked about today, and even whenever we're covering these these questions going forward, if you have additional questions, if you're with BACI, um, definitely get with your coach. If you're not, and, and definitely come get a coach. Come work with me. I'll be more than happy to to run through these situations with you. We got tons and tons of resources, tons and tons of knowledge, and we're here to help you. So uh, let's see. Uh, can you still work with 100% permanent in total? Absolutely. Yeah, we have several coaches here who are uh, permanent in total, and they're working full time. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's when you have TDIU that you're not really supposed to work anymore. Uh, I think there's an income gap of like twelve thousand. It's, it's based on the. Uh, it's based on what is considered the the poverty level. Right. Um, once once you reach that, it's about uh, twelve. Twelve thousand four hundred some odd dollars. You need to check with the Department of Commerce um, and whatever's posted on there, and that that's going to fluctuate over time. Um, so just be aware of that. Absolutely. So, uh, Tom, for this one, um, my understanding is they actually you you pay in a little bit for your dependents on the VA dental care, um, but you're covered one hundred percent. Good questions out there, everybody. Mm -hmm. What benefits do we qualify for when it comes to service dogs? Is there a certain percentage for that? So, I'm not really well, sure on that one. I think well, I think it really comes down to what whether or not your psychologist recommends it for you. So there, there's a big difference here. So the I've, I've done a lot of research on this because cool. uh, we're actually training a service dog and the VA is actually not covering service dogs right now. You can go to your um, therapist to get uh, a um, recommendation for a service dog, but you actually need to go to a center and get a properly trained service dog in order to have it with you. So um, I, I think the VA is working on trying to actually get compensation for service dogs. received 100% rating and I draw a military retirement. Is it beneficial for me to be permanent in total rather than just 100%? Uh, yeah, it's always going to be beneficial for you to be permanent. Um, I mean, total is just another way of saying 100%. Permanent just means that, uh, that they aren't likely to come back and, and review it um, or reduce. Right. So um, that's why you want to have that, that permanent. And sometimes uh, check with the, you know, you may see it already on on your decision letters, but if you're not sure, just call the 800 number, and and ask them what the status is on on your uh, on your rating. And if it's static, um, that that would be a good good indicator. Okay. Good. Good questions. Yeah. We've got about nine minutes left. So, okay, I checked the status of my yesterday. It said that the VA is currently. Correcting an error, I had an HLR for eight claims. Is that good? Um, I couldn't say whether it's good or bad. It says they're correcting an error, so um, the error could. It depends on where which way that error goes. But as with anything with the VA, don't let that make you panic. There's there's always something that can be done. Yeah, Gary, hopefully you're working with us and can get some guidance from your coach as to the specifics on that one. Um, if you're not, get signed up with us and we'll make sure you have a, a good strategy on it. Okay, brother? What else we got? 
was denied several times before I became a member of VA Claims Insider. And it took me a month after filing, went from 70 to 90, got 50% rating for sleep apnea. Oh, awesome. good. That is, that's good news. That's, that's really awesome, good man. news. Fantastic, Eric. Good for you, brother. That's good. Oh, oh man. Hope, uh, hopefully we can get you, uh, the next step, you know, uh, yeah. all you need is another, another good rating and, uh, you should be at a hundred percent, bro. Yeah. Crazy. 16 years, got out in 96, finally got my rating of 80% in 2011. Awesome. Uh, have lower back issues causing immobility. Could I go for a hundred percent TDIU? Absolutely. If you're not able to work, if, uh, you know, if you don't plan on going back to work, uh, at any point, uh, because of service connected disability, definitely apply for it. Um, you know, you, you, you should definitely consider it. Yeah. What steps should I take to get from 90 to hundred percent? Well, that really depends on, on what you have going on, Fabian. Um, I would definitely encourage you to, um, get with the coach, uh, to figure out what, what your current situation is. Um, what are your, you know, that could be a matter of getting increases or that could be a matter of getting service connections for other, other disabilities that either are in your service medical records that you haven't applied for or acquiring secondary conditions to service connected disabilities. There's, um, you know, a lot of different ways to skin that cat. Absolutely. Give us a call. At 55, are you permanent in total? Not necessarily. No. So I apply for a TDIU uh, while waiting for disability review. Uh, I mean, you can. Um, there's nothing, nothing saying you can't. Yeah, David, I, I would, uh, if you're not already working with us, I would give us a call to, to make sure that everything's kind of in alignment for you as, as far as that goes. Because remember, if with TDIU, you're not, shouldn't be really be working. So uh, that's, that's a very uh, a decision that should be under careful consideration. Right. So I'd give us a call. Because if you're, if you're, um, you know, what I would hate for to have happen is you get approved for TDIU. Um, I don't know if that other claim is going to continue to go through, but if they make a decision on that and you change your rating, uh, I wouldn't want you to have that taken away. The other thing is, is that if you ever do uh, make above that poverty level, because you're going to have to get re-upped every single year, the VA is going to go through and do a review of how much you've made. And if you make over, over that amount, uh, what they will do is they will remove that TDIU and then you will get paid at whatever your schedule or rating is. Exactly. How do you get a coach? Sign up with us at uh, vaclinicinsider.com. Uh, you, you can request to work with me. I'd love to work with you or Jonathan. He he also he you know he carries a lot of wisdom under that beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ricky's pretty high speed too for a marine. I tell you, mm. mostly on Wednesdays though. Uh, <laughs> Can you get reimbursement from the VA for service-connected disability treatments and surgeries that I've opted to use uh, private medical instead? That one I'm so, not clear so, on. So, Frank, if you are if you are getting treatment at a private uh, medical doctor and want that reimbursement, they need to pre-approve that. So, uh, work with your um, primary care 
uh, team at the local VA. And because there's a lot of times that, for example, in Iowa, the VA has contracted with other facilities around so that we can get treatment elsewhere. So if you have a private physician that you want compensation for, you need to get that approved. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't have anything in my records for sleep apnea, but I now have it. I was field artillery, which left me deprived of sleep. Um, I'm, I'm guessing this is your question is how, how do we go, go about getting that knocked out? Um, I would definitely encourage, first of all, that you get with coach. Uh, you're probably going to need a sleep study. Uh, and you're probably also going to need some sort of medical nexus letter to be able to make those connections if you have. But it depends on whether or not you have other service-connected disabilities to connect that to. Okay. You hit it right on the head, Ricky. That's it. Getting uh, sleep apnea is not the easiest thing, folks, if it hasn't yeah. been connected in, in service. Exactly. So... I tell most of my my veterans that anticipate a denial. Um, that's just the way that the VA seems to roll. It's like deny, deny, yeah. deny until you like bend their arm to to make them say yeah. uncle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and uh, our our friends over at Telemedica have been doing a really good job with um, finding the proper evidence and in, in the the. Uh, studies to show that PTSD is a sec or sleep apnea is a secondary to PTSD. So mm -hmm. that's all always a possibility, but really get with a coach and, and get that nailed down because you're going to need a lot of evidence. So. Absolutely. We're about two minutes away, brother. Yeah. I will say, you know, we're going to get it to as many questions as we possibly can. If we're not able to answer everything, uh, definitely uh, get with a coach, uh, talk, and we'll be more than happy to work with you. Um, we really appreciate you guys coming out and being here. Uh, if we have any other questions, let's have them, and we'll finish it out all nicely. Can sleep apnea be secondary to tinnitus or GERD? Um, I've not seen that come through, uh, you know, and really – we're not the ones to be able to make that sort of statement that really comes down to whether or not a medical doctor is going to be, uh, if they think in their medical opinion that that's going to be a reasonable thing to connect. Um, you know, I think that's all yeah. about that one. What well, else? we want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, I mean, there are so many benefits out there for all of you. Get educated. Learn what uh, is specific for you. Uh, the new book, You Deserve It, is out now. I would get a hold of that. It's going to offer you an amazing guide on how to get your benefits. There it is right there, Amazon.com. Uh, you Deserve It. It's, it's learning so much. So um, keep informed, folks. All right. 